0: what is going on friends it is not the best of the eric zane show podcast the show distributed on the 28th of august 2023 thank you for checking it out very very busy day for your old pal EZ. he is uh i'm talking like in the third person he is off taking the nfk to the hospital for the uh endo and colo that means colonoscopy and endoscopy they take the camera, put it down his uh, message, down his throat. Check out his GI from that end, <clears throat> and then they stick one in his keister. Check it out from that end. Uh, you need to know that um, the day that this is recorded, the twenty seventh of August, uh, I was in charge of making sure that the NFK got his medicine in his system that makes him poop and uh we we, he did great i was really really impressed he made it to the toilet every single time he downed the medicine like a champion like every uh, uh 15 minutes he had to consume eight ounces i gave him all his gas pills and his stool softener i had to supervise this i had a timer set every 15 minutes pour him another eight ounces and he just he just jammed it so uh he's clean as a whistle uh, now he can uh, he can have a little Jello as long as it's not red or blue. Maybe a little grape juice. Suck on a hard candy. I bet you're glad uh, glad I said hard candy. And uh, then on Monday, seven thirty, we're at the docks. We're at the hospital. So that's why you don't get a fresh show of the EZSP. But okay. Uh, I'm going back in time to a random show. That's how I do these now. Is I quite literally go back to, ah, this one looks good. So here you go. We'll kick off. Not the best of the Eric Zane Show podcast. Very, very good. A lot of very talented audience members. Very, very talented. Much more talented than your old pal Eric Zane. The show comes to you. Uh, as it does every weekday at about the same time from the Baldwin Ace Hardware Fear Bunker Studio. Baldwin Ace Hardware, a beacon of DIY awesomeness in the Northland of the great state of Michigan, USA. Okay. Thanks for being part of this. If you uh, ever want to get the show live as it happens, uh, again, roughly 8 a.m. Eastern Time, Monday through Friday. Uh, By the way, as I'm doing this i'm like reaching down like what are you doing zane are you petting the dog no um you ever like uh not put any lotion on your on your body and then your skin gets dry as a bone and you're all ashy and stupid and you just sit there and and itch your leg till it bleeds that's where i'm at right now and i like try to make up for it all with one application of lotion diana's got this like uh, hemp powered lotion calls like $5,000 and I put like half the bottle in my hand and just like coat my legs and then it feels like I actually uh, uh, soaked my legs in Crisco for like while I'm trying to fall asleep and now it it's didn't it's back it's got I mean you can't you can't do it all at once oh god this is agony oh terrible so anyway where was I Uh, this show live facebook every single morning facebook.com slash eric zane fan page if you would could you like it and share it that would be very very helpful thank you so much the facebook live streams brought to you by irvine's auto repair grand rapids hybrid and ev we are on twitter as well a periscope video at eric zane show on twitter uh, and uh, that is brought to you by Blue Frost IT. If you could retweet it with a snarky comment, thank you very much. And then on YouTube, find us. If you search Eric Zane Show on YouTube, please subscribe to the channel, hit the bell notification, and then a thumbs up would be cool. I'm on Instagram, Eric Zane Show on Instagram as well, and as always, reach me via email, uh, eric at com on the Shoreliners Striping Inbox. One more that I forgot to mention, the Instagram page is brought to you by the Mario Flores Lakeshore team of Van Dyke Mortgage. All right. Now, before we get started, in earnest, if you ever want to download the show, Just the Audio, it's available on all uh, podcast platforms pretty much. I prefer Apple Podcasts. If you would, subscribe to it. And uh, five stars, leave a review, and, uh, and all that stuff. Subscribe, rate, and review. Thank you. Okay. As the weekend got started, Friday, we did the Ben and Eric Patreon podcast. And it was another uh, eventful time. Man, loved it. Uh, we had the live audience there. Thanks again for people who showed up. I appreciate that. I think I'm still missing people as to who to invite. And I, I, I need to just establish a list. Uh, so, as always, send me an email if you want to be included on the Ben and Eric Patreon podcast. Uh, audience Zoom uh portion of it so we have people come in and kind of just sit there and uh so we we talk to some of you it, it's a great time it's it's a lot of fun and we talked about a number of things uh amanda played uh bet on ben you'll hear how that goes plus uh ben is at a real crossroads when it comes to comedy and uh i i don't know how this guy keeps doing it because uh what zero confidence zero laughs what the hell so you know we're trying to uh encourage him but he is just bitching up a storm about his uh, lack of ability he claims he has gone backwards and actually regressed in his efforts to become a stand-up comedian show note for this week friday i have a hockey game so I said to Ben, I go, all right, let's do it Thursday. Because goes, no, I can't. I've got stand-up. He's actually uh, going out for another bombing. Uh, so what? I'm like, oh, shit. Well, all right, it's starting to get wonky. Let's just punt till next week. So just so you know, Ben and Eric Patreon podcast is going to be skipped this coming week, just so you know. All right. Uh, update. My daughter, negative on the covid She's just like, ah, I just felt a little weird, wanted to take a test. I had some guy reach out to me who, this is another example of people not being able to mind their own business. That's what I mean by this. Uh, gentleman was um, listening to the, boy, Daisy is snoring so loud and she's right by me. Hold on a second here. This it, it's actually hurting my ears. Come on. Let's let's go. Let's go over here, honey. Let's let's uh, let's come up here. Yeah, that's a girl. That's a big girl. All right. Yeah, just a right in my face. Uh, gentleman was listening to the podcast. He must have because the only way to get this information was um, to have uh, listened to it. And uh, it was when I published Eric Zane Show Podcast, 577, Stu's Struggles, My Expert NFL Draft Coverage, and More. John, John K., not from Steppenwolf. Uh, in that podcast, I talked about how Madison said, hey, I'm going to get a COVID test. And, and John writes, don't have your daughter get tested for sniffles and a sore throat. And my first thought was, um, I, I don't think that's uh, the decision. A decision for me, or definitely not you. Uh, Madison's an adult, and so I I kind of uh, let Madison make decisions on that thing. And I guess uh, uh, more in depth, what what does that do? Uh, why is that a problem? To go get a test is that does that. Uh, is that a problem? Is that, I mean, I don't even know. And so I, I wrote to the guy. I, I figured he was just starting trouble. And no disrespect, but it seems like people who have University of Michigan logos on their, as their avatar on, uh, on Twitter, for some reason, they uh, uh, more often than not, I get more people causing trouble who like the maize and blue, and I don't know why that is. It, it's really interesting to me. I'm just saying that as an observation, not even to be a dick. So I know this guy's up to no good. But I'm like, all right, I'll let you do the talking. I'll play dumb. So he says, don't have your daughter get tested for sniffles and a sore throat. And I wrote, is that a no-no? And then he reveals himself with, why contribute towards witless's wishes? He's referring to the governor. And I'm like, I don't think that has anything to do with it at all. And uh, I, I wrote, I'm confused. Why is getting a COVID test bad? Help me out here. And then he just gives up. He, he, has, he actually uh, uh, starts it all with, don't have your daughter get tested for sniffles and a sore throat. And I just ask him a couple of basic questions, and he gives up and does not. I mean, if you're going to go down that road with someone, you better damn well be ready to explain yourself, and that's part of the uh, struggles with with online uh, communication with people. It, it, they're be behind uh, their name or their or their uh, fake name or whatever it may be. They have the ability to just uh, 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 burst into people's lives like that and say, "No, no, 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 no. This is the way you should do it, man." It's like eh, I don't I don't think I'm going to take my advice from John, the Mays and Blue fan, who. And if you're like me you always go and look at what these people post and then you know every single post every single every single tweet or whatever it is is all political it's just a nightmare it's like dude it's just you gotta lighten up you've just gotta lighten up seriously go and go enjoy the day stop spending all of your time Trying to do whatever it is you're doing here. What's the fucking point of that? That is not living, man. So I let it go. I didn't want to, I didn't want to uh, rile him up. I just wasn't in the mood to fight. Big frustration around the Eric St. podcast household yesterday. And, uh, oh my God, this is, uh, this is what I'm referring to. Um, I worked my ass off preparing a meal that i was convinced was going to be amazing and the only reason why i said that is because i was basically ripping off everything that gordon ramsay does you know seriously the what what he uh what he can do in a kitchen is pretty damn good so if if gordon ramsay is giving me advice on what to do as 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 what to do i i'm gonna take it and it's going to be awesome the one thing that i have the ability to do, and that is uh, take direction and just try to do it, try to mimic exactly what I'm seeing when it comes to making food. If it's just a printed out article or uh, or something online that I'm reading, I'm going to try to uh, follow it as best I can, maybe tailor it somewhat to the equipment I'm using here at the house or my own personal preferences. Uh, But for the most part, it it usually turns out. Um, Except the final thing that I had to do, turned into trouble and i honestly i have had it for one year i have been cooking on a charcoal grill a a weber kettle deal you know and uh you load it up with charcoal and i, I for the longest time i have been cooking uh with gas all right and um about a year ago we switched to charcoal i got that uh, weber as a father's day gift and I have made zero progress in trying to figure that thing out. I, I I don't know what it is. I don't know why I suck so bad at this. Every time I cook on this thing, it's a shit show. And I'm not learning anything. I just keep making the same mistakes. And I cannot figure out what the hell is up. And I, I got to a point where last night, I was like, after I ruined another meal, that I was like, okay, I'm waving the white flag. I just I just can't deal with this okay when it comes to the recipe this was going to be so great in the back of my mind i'm saying you know what you're gonna screw this up because of the grill but i tried anyway you take you, you don't just take one uh, uh type of meat from what this uh recipe and i you know what i'm gonna link it up it's it's a video recipe i'll put it in the uh, show notes of this podcast it's gordon ramsey He's, he's in his backyard being all braggy. He goes, I tell you, I I, I cook here in the backyard, and Stevie Wonder, he gets older, he, he lives next to Stevie Wonder, and uh, and and uh, what's, his, what's her name? Kim Kardashian. He's bragging about that shit, uh, about how everybody loses their mind when he starts cooking. Okay, so the way he describes this is for your hamburger. You can't just have one type of meat. He combines uh, Chuck... Uh, sirloin and brisket ground okay so and then you you put you you crack an egg and you beat it and you put it in there and you mix it all up and and so i do that i take off my ring get my hands in there and i'm just blending all this meat okay awesome i've got a hamburger press make the hamburgers the meat must be freaking uh room temperature so it cannot be cold because as gordon says you put a uh, cold meat onto a hot grill. It's going to dry out the outside, and the inside will be raw. So I'm like, I got this, Gordon. I got this. And he's talking about how important the seasoning is. And I'm like, I'm all about that. Absolutely. So pepper, pepper, pepper with a grinder, sea salt, you know, salt bay, sea salt all over them. Uh, Flip it over, same thing. And then the edges, because my burgers are like an inch thick. And then you have to roll the edges of the burgers on the uh, 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 cookie pan that you've got the... um, uh, where the excess seasoning is landed you actually uh, seasoning the edge of the burgers this is gordon's big thing you, if you don't season the food it's going to taste like shit then you uh wipe it with um uh spread a little olive oil on both sides and then the key is uh it, well there's a lot of keys in this is um like for the onion um you have to uh, cut the onions thick And it's almost like they're a patty, you know, the entire layer of the onion. And then you oil that, too. You season that, too. And this is all going to go on the grill. So you have, like, uh, uh, cooked onions that are going to then be separated when it's time to build the burger. And then off you go. So I am stoked. I'm like, this is great. And I've got the the meat looks perfect. Seasoned awesomely. I'm so happy with how this is looking. I've got all the condiments ready to go. I've got the uh, sides made. I've got the uh, cubed potatoes, almost like hash browns that I've cooked myself. I've got the uh, corn on the cob ready to go. Now it's just time to cook the burgers. Now, all right, here's where it gets weird. I cannot keep the grill. The grill gets too hot. And, um... Is it as simple as just less charcoal? I don't know. Uh, I put the damn lid on it and I preheat the grill. And then I knew I was in trouble because the grill, I would probably want it maybe 400, 450 degrees. It's, it, it has gone all the way around past 600 and is back to 100. It's, it's wound all the way. It's a 700 degree grill now gordon says you need this grill piping hot i'm gonna stop doing an impression of gordon ramsey it's embarrassing um and i'm like well do i want it this hot and i go well i, I don't know and, and uh now if i leave the lid off of it it's gonna flame up and the meat's gonna the, the fire is gonna consume it okay it's gonna be like a burning cow on the grill so i go all right uh here we go so i uh i I put the food on there along with um some people want some brats so those are on there too i put the lid on uh it's supposed to be three and a half four minutes per side and then you're done uh 45 seconds later i uh i decided to take a look which i probably shouldn't have but it turned out to be a good thing because uh well they were completely burnt on one side nothing i could do flip them over same thing uh brats are burnt meats burnt meats dry everything's shit i take the food off i'm like oh fuck this is gonna be bad uh gordon says to uh toast the uh buns on the grill now I don't know why I thought that this was a good idea. I should have just either skipped that process or uh, browned them in the frickin' toaster would have been a better option. I put the, the, the buns on and within five seconds, they're all completely engulfed in flames. And I'm like, holy shit. I take those off, throw those away. Now we don't even have enough buns. It's an absolute shit show. And then the uh, patties are like hockey pucks at this point and i've put all this time and energy into it and it just came and i'm just so frustrated and i'm like well maybe no one will notice that this is all shit and people are biting into their food and it's a it's so dry and, and it's it's you, you can it sounds like they're eating cap and crunch okay it's the worst I'm like, I fucked this thing up. And then I noticed that as time I'm I'm trying to look, look at everybody's plates and everybody's picking out on their corn. They, their potatoes, the the hamburgers eat on average, one and a half bites out of each burger. I'm like, Oh God, I've just complete failure. And I'm like, I'm sorry. I'm like, yeah, it's okay. Don't worry about it. No, it's, it's bad. Damn it. So I actually said, I go, all right, I'm, I am going to wave the white flag on this grill. I've had it with this grill. I'm going to have to just bite the bullet and go back to gas because I suck. I am sick and tired at ruining meals on this son of a bitch and grill. And I, the thing is, I used to cook charcoal all the time. And it's like I've forgotten how to do it. I actually still to this minute don't know what I'm doing wrong. Uh, too much charcoal. That's the only thing I can think of. I don't know how to knock that temperature down. It gets too damn hot. Do I have to wait longer for them to burn out for the temperature to to uh, uh, drop a little? I, I, I have no idea. Uh, eric at com. I would love to get some input on this, or I'm just going to take the grill and throw it away. <sighs> Try cooking with the lid open next time. Yeah, I, I was considering that but then with the uh grill open the flame kicks up you know close the vents yeah i tried that too but then the meat gets almost like like wet you know it's like there's uh it's it almost like it uh, uh extinguishes the coals does that make sense you know what i'm saying you open it up and it plumes of smoke open up in there and pour out of there i i can't i'm just struggling i I need more uh more expertise time i don't know preparation terry says a pellet grill is the way to go i have no idea what that is get a blackstone griddle i've heard about those things i've heard those are awesome man uh, Nick says, "Vent it, let the vent it, and let the coals go to a nice ash color, and monitor the temp with an electric thermometer." Well, I got a thermometer, and it usually says 700 degrees. Need to adjust the coals, create zones. All right, this is all good. This is all good. I appreciate that. Back to the drawing board. The sweet spot is 375 degrees to 400. I was at 700 degrees. Nathan says, roll with a smoker. Low heat, longer cook. Yeah, I don't want to smoke my hamburger. Teo says, Americans use propane. <sighs> Shit, was that frustrating. I spent a lot of time on that, trying to make that happen real frustration the day before your old pal eric zane the hustle and grind continued with a long long day of driving limo okay so i left the garage on saturday at noon and i had uh i had a a 1 p.m pickup and then there was the first job drop these folks off clean the limo Okay, let me back up. Pick these people up. you got uh, three couples, one dude, birthday. so all right, no big deal. This is easy. Uh, they They wanted to go do a uh, brewery tour, which I've done these before. There's breweries everywhere you go around Michigan. Uh, you, you travel five feet and you're going to be at a brewery. Uh, we, we go to one, I sit there, watch uh, uh, watch some, watch some uh, Netflix. that was that was basically the day Park. Netflix park Netflix and wait till you hear what I watched oh my god I cannot wait to talk about this so these folks go to three different breweries uh they were awesome dropped them off appropriately they they gave me an awesome tip and I'm like oh my god this is a great start even if I get zero dollars made on the second tip it's going to be awesome but uh so then I head back to the uh, uh garage clean the damn limo shine up the tires uh load it up with more ice And off we go. Second job. Pick these ladies up at 6.30. All right. This is where the night gets a hell of a lot more interesting, kind of. Uh, uh, Pick up these ladies. And um, so I'm expecting, there's certain things you have to expect with uh, ladies at a uh, part of a bachelorette party. They, um, first thing is they're going to play that song by Cardi B, WAP. 8 million times, and, uh, and that, was, that did not let me down. Within minutes after we started driving down the road, you hear, there's some holes in this house. There's some holes in this house. Certified freak. Something days a week. Something, something, something. Make that pull-out game weak. I actually know the words to the song. And a little bit about that song, and I've talked about this before. I, it is absolutely phenomenal the effect that song has on your old pal, Eric Zane. First of all, it's the idea that, um, okay. If I am in a car full of dudes, um, you know, we're at a, let's say it's a bachelor party and let's say I was younger and drank and was an idiot. And the person driving the vehicle was a lady, an old lady. Like I'm an old man. These are young women in the car and let's just reverse the whole thing car full of dudes me in in that spot with a old lady driving if we started playing uh two live crew me so horny uh i would be mortified i would be like well guys seriously this is i'm not comfortable with this at all i mean mixed company i mean where she's five feet away she's there's there's no there's nothing blocking the sound it's just fucked i would not feel good about that but women do not give a shit women are worse than dudes so this nasty ass song which i don't have any real problem with the song it's just it makes me fucking blush it is so uh, cardi b the aggressive nature of the sexuality on display in that song makes me go oh fuck i just cannot handle it it's it's rough it's so damn rough um i cannot uh if if I if Diana was like that aggressive, I would be like, look, this is not going to work. This is just I can't handle it. I it's too uncomfortable for me. And but they just sit there and blast this song every minute that they're in the car. They're like, let's roll it again, let's roll it again, and just it, it's it's alarming. Um, how, I mean, t- if you are a uh, single guy these days, and um, I-, I think that it's because of uh, uh, people like Cardi B that younger women are probably a lot more sexually aggressive than uh, 25 years ago because of things like this influencing the culture. Young women are like, oh, I, gotta, I guess I got to be really, really aggressive sexually and tell my uh, man to rub it in there like he's swiping a, uh, a credit card, use his nose to, oh, God, <laughs> fuck, and the words just make me blush, son of a bitch. So I'm sitting there, and then uh, one of the ladies says, hey, Eric, Do you like Cardi B? And I go, yeah, this is great. Yeah, she's talking about your pussy. Yeah, sweet. All right. It's awful. Shit. So uh, I take them to this uh, very, very popular bar downtown where people, uh, it's just usually a line out the door. It's called the Grand Woods. Drop these ladies off there. And then I go and I park and I sit for four hours. Four hours I sat right near the place waiting uh and so i had a little time to kill i'll tell you what i watched in just a second but then uh it comes time to pick these ladies up they've the the um uh, limo is going to turn back into a pumpkin at midnight that's when i dropped them off and uh before they got out of the car they go hey you want to come in and, and have a, and, and, and eat with us and i'm like yeah that's that's what i should do and i go no no I, that's okay I, I brought my lunch and I've got my peanut butter and jelly sandwiches, my Netflix, my water bottle. I'm sitting there parked watching all the drunks act like idiots. Uh, downtown Grand Rapids. And then, uh, okay, pick these people up. Now, they've there's several dudes now who they have been talking with. The ladies who are single at this, uh, at this event. And the guys now want in the car. So I picked them up. And the ladies get in, and these guys want to get in and have sex with them in the back of the limo. And the ladies are like, no, no, that's, that's, one of them actually wanted the guy to get come in. But I was like, no, 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 this is girls only party girls. So this, these dudes are trying to get into the car. And then there's some holes in this house. There's some holes. They start playing the song. Everybody loses their mind. Everybody it's a big, big hit. So off we go. And then we just drove around. They just said, oh, yeah, we got a little time left. Let's just drive around, drop drop us off, did that. Um, they, they, they busted. This is the best. You get uh, women who are horny and drunk. They throw piles of money at you. It is ridiculous. And I'm like, holy shit. Uh, the, the first tip I got was awesome. This one was better than the first one. I'm like, you got to be kidding me. What a great night in bed a little after 1 a.m that's it okay but the thing that happened that was really on my mind was none of that it was what i watched on netflix i happened to discover a documentary now uh i boy the my knowledge of this was uh i, I didn't know anything about this and uh what it is is uh, white boy rick is the subject of this documentary now, there's two things that have uh, come out in uh, recent years. In 2017, this documentary just called White Boy came out. And this is a lot of uh, eyewitness reports, people who know this guy, and I'll explain what's going on in a second. And then the following year, 2018, a uh, Matthew McConaughey starred in a movie called White Boy Rick. Now, uh, this all took place 9.8 miles, I measured out, from where I grew up. White boy Rick was born less than one year before me in Detroit, Michigan. Okay? I grew up in Warren, Michigan. I actually – this is the latest thing. I'm so consumed by this. This is the latest thing that I'm all in on. When I'm interested in something, I consume as much information I can about it just because I just can't get enough. And one of the things that gets me the most intrigued always are stories like this. This is similar – in the outrage to how it affected me as like making a murderer. When I was watching making a murderer, you know, you have that uh, episode after episode of things that make you go, Oh my God, I cannot believe this. And it's, it's really, really compelling. Uh, that's what this story is, but it's a 90 minute documentary. Um, I, I think the only reason why I didn't really uh, wasn't, familiar with the story at all and considering i grew up right there all right um is because the story all started to unfold after i left warren for mount pleasant okay to go to college and i was there in fact i think i spent the first year there and then the summer i came back and then I, i never went back home so that that might be why I'm, I was so naive about this story. I had no idea of White Boy Rick. Uh, if, you, if someone said to me, "White Boy Rick, what do you know about that?" And I said, uh, white guy, Detroit, drugs. Uh, I, I I don't know." And uh, that's 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 all I knew. Holy shit! So I just start watching the documentary, and my God, oh. Incredible. Um, So, just in a nutshell, I don't want to spoil everything for you. Okay, pause in the action on Not the Best of the Eric Zane Show podcast. As you know, the show is available on Twitch in its entirety. Go to twitch.tv slash Zane live. Get started right there. Give yourself a username and you can enjoy the show live uh, every weekday morning at 8 a.m. Eastern Time. For two hours we do the show also have a patreon patreon.com slash eric zane you can check that out too tons of extra content give it a try for one week for free patreon.com slash eric zane try it out for seven days free okay i have a uh, hvac specialist heating and cooling guru Who is the sponsor of this show, keeping it alive and well. A and E, heating and cooling. Oh, my goodness. Qualified to repair or maintain your AC or furnace, but not qualified to be the uh, health department director of Ottawa County, Michigan. Who would be? 616-516-8579 for Joe Martinez. Thank you. Let's continue on with more of not the best of the Eric Zane show podcast, but I am going to get into this a little bit. Uh, at the same time that I was growing up, uh, Rick Wershey Jr. Was growing up in a neighborhood. That's 9.8 miles from your old pal, Eric Zane, uh, Richard Wershey Jr.'s dad. is kind of like a hustler and, um, and almost like, well, I guess he was an inventor. He held a bunch of patents, and he, had a, um, he would uh, sell guns at a gun store and at gun shows. And he had the ability to not only manufacture but get people things that they shouldn't have, like silencers and shit like that. So he started to um, associate Richard Wershey Sr. with various people in the Detroit underworld who would deal drugs, specifically the Curry Boys. And Detroit was broken into certain areas where uh, drug dealers would operate, and they try not to uh, overlap with each other, and so that was it. That's where the city was growing in the 1980s. Worshey Sr. Um, does have some connection with these drug gangs, and uh, he gets handpicked by federal authorities, and they ask him if he wants to be an informant. And he says, yeah, sure, I'll do that. And so he's ratting on people who are have weapons that they shouldn't have. And I don't know if that happened because the feds had something on uh, Richard Worshi Sr. and wanted to get rid of him or, like, um, knew that he was up to no good. And, hey, you either go to jail or you you rat out these people. Well, during the course of the time that the feds are talking to Richard, Richard Wershey Sr., um. Occasionally, the meetups at like a restaurant, Senior would bring his son, Richard Worshee Jr., who would go on to become known as White Boy Rick. By the way, he did not give himself that name. The other drug dealers did. Because Junior um, became friends with one of the brothers, the younger brothers of the drug dealers. Because Senior would would, uh, work with uh, little boy Curry, and would sell him drugs. And then the younger brother would hang out with Richard Wershey Jr. So they go play Army, ride bikes. And so at 14 years old, when the feds are asking about, you know, things with these drug dealers, Jr. is providing information. He's like, oh, yeah, well, that's so-and-so, that's so-and-so. So then the feds realize that Jr. is has more knowledge about the drug dealers than Sr., 14-year-old kid. Behind his dad's back, Junior becomes the youngest uh, federal informant ever, okay? At 14 years old, he is uh, ratting out uh, drug lords in Detroit, and he doesn't tell anybody. Somehow, this kid has enough street sense to not say a word, and the feds are being very cautious about uh, interacting with him. And so over a period of, like, two years, Wershey Jr. Uh, helps take down dozens of these Detroit gang members who are dealing drugs. Okay, now that's fucked up. The fact that the feds, at, at, at all costs, are, are uh, uh, putting this young kid at risk and doing this to him. Think about that. Can you imagine if your 14-year-old kid... Behind your back, I mean, senior wasn't wasn't an angel, so I guess it's kind of all in this weird world. But my God, okay, so that's fucked. Um, that all happens, and then at one point, um, and and they're paying him; they're paying him a lot of money. And and uh, Junior says he made about thirty five thousand dollars with the feds. This is incredible. This is all without anybody even knowing. And then um, they stopped calling him after they busted all the people that they wanted to bust. And they didn't, they didn't do anything with him. They just ignored him from that point. Worshee Jr. suddenly is like, boy, man, and he's like used to the lifestyle of having money. And he has a, a, an encyclopedic uh, knowledge of how to deal drugs. He starts dealing drugs himself. He's got all this, these underworld people who don't know that he's done anything wrong shit and there was one point prior to him becoming a drug dealer that they thought he was a rat and so they sh- uh one of the members of this gang shot him right in the stomach and he did not die but he was badly hurt and he didn't rat on anybody so the feds are at the hospital and they're like what do we do with this kid do we do we uh, let him loose out of this do we do we continue and so they they uh came up with the idea that because he had been shot if he keeps his mouth shut He's going to look even more credible. And he did. He didn't say shit. He got half of his intestine blown out of his back. And he kept his mouth shut. No one has any idea that he's an informant. This continues. Okay. So when the fed stopped calling him, he's like, fuck, I need money. He starts dealing drugs for one year. He deals drugs. And then he ends up getting popped with eight kilos of cocaine. And, uh, he gets sent to prison. And it was completely fucked. There is about a million and other things that, ha- that make this story even more fucked. It involves re- some really, really corrupt characters, including the mayor of Detroit, who was as dirty as they come, but never was ever charged with anything. Mayor Coleman Young. That guy's a piece of shit. Wait till you hear this. Uh, the, the leader of the uh, drug gang, little boy Curry, his girlfriend was Mayor Coleman Young's niece. And Coleman Young turned a blind eye to this entire drug gang and even put a police detail on his niece, Kathy Volson, to keep her safe. And did nothing uh, to stop the whole drug trade in Detroit. It was it was ridiculous. Um, as this passes, you remember the, mil- the uh, film Beverly Hills Cop? And you remember the detective, Detective Todd, who Eddie Murphy would answer to? That was Gil Hill. Who was in charge of homicide in Detroit during the 1980s, and he got handpicked to do this role because of, Foley, what the fuck are you doing? You know, he had this. He was pretty damn good in the uh, as as Inspector Todd, and that film took place in Detroit, and they thought it would just add to the credibility of the film to bring that guy in. Well, he was as dirty as they come, too, according to this. Well, at least the eyewitnesses uh, that were in this uh, in this documentary. My God, there's a hitman in Detroit by the name of. Um, i forget his name but uh, he was featured in this documentary he's describing how his interactions with gil hill the dude from beverly hills cop and gil hill wanted white boy rick dead and he actually put a hit out on him and this dude uh this hitman who admitted to killing 30 people in his life went to prison for a long time um he said oh yeah i uh, I, I had a hundred twenty five thousand uh, dollar offer to 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 kill him and he tried to do it twice but failed and this this hitman um is featured in this documentary talking about how they need to he's like they need to free white boy rick so this was oh my god i i can i you have to watch this and it's not called it's not white boy rick the one with matthew mcconaughey because a lot of people say that that movie sucked Uh, It was a bomb at the box office, but the documentary, just called White Boy, it's on Netflix right now, and it is so damn good. I was so consumed with this that then I was uh, looking uh, on the uh, Apple Podcast app, and there's a uh, former Channel 4 newsman in Detroit, um, WDIV The Defenders, named Kevin Dietz. Kevin Dietz uh, did uh, four seasons of an audio podcast called Shattered, and season two is about this exact thing. Each episode's about thirty minutes long. I listened to all eight episodes, just like that. I mean, it was it was. I just burned right through it. Um, fuck. I'm not. I've given you a lot of the details, but it's still it's still absolutely imperative that you watch it. And I'm I'm not. You're like, is he still in prison? Is he still in prison? Yeah, I'll I'll even tell you that too. So if you don't want a spoiler, uh, uh, shut this off now. Um, he finally. OK, they the uh, the reason why he was put in prison, first of all, for life was uh, it was during the war on drugs. And Michigan's uh, law was if you had more than 650 grams of cocaine, you get a mandatory life in prison sentence. And that's crazy. You know, a nonviolent crime like that to get life in prison. And it did it did nothing to. Um, uh, what do you call it? Uh, be a deterrent at all. And so he's got eight kilos of cocaine, holy shit! And uh, and so they gave him at seventeen years old, he got life in prison. So then, um, more and more time passed. The trying to get you know uh, get him out, and and the issues with uh, all the things to convict him, and then they actually changed the law in Michigan, and there was a judge that wanted to uh, resentence him, but. Everywhere people turned, there was someone in Detroit trying to cock block the maneuver. Uh, Kim Worthy, the prosecutor at the time, Gil Hill. These are all people who wanted Wershey locked up for a long, long time. And when they told the story of Wershey, the news media made it seem like he was a drug kingpin. And he wasn't. He was just a kid trying to make money, money to get buy cars and shit like that. He, he was a, a low-level dealer, okay? Uh, A kingpin was like the people that he would get the drugs from. But the media loved the idea of white kid doing, uh, the the only white kid, uh, doing this job. He looked like any kid's uh, and any family's nerd white kid, you know, just trying to go to school. But um, so there was some real tantalizing nature to the story. Then finally, um, when the hit man came out and said that Gil Hill tried to hire him, that's when Kim worthy changed her tune and did not get in the way of him making parole. And then he finally made parole, but then he had to complete 5 years of prison in Florida because the dumbass was involved in a scam, a uh, car theft ring from behind prison walls. So then he had to spend nearly 5 more years in prison in Florida. He got out in July of 2020. He's living in Detroit and oh god uh I I I was maddened by the level of craziness. It I think the thing about um Richard Wershey Jr. and White Boy Rick, that whole story is how corrupt it is. It's obviously corrupt in that if someone really wants to it, it if the system is corrupt as it is, wants to put somebody behind bars, they will do that and keep them behind bars. It is insane. Um what happened is this guy a saint no he doesn't he admits that he he says oh yeah i should have definitely have gone to prison but they're are rapists and killers hell the hitman got 17 years the hitman who admitted to killing 30 people in this whole thing he got 17 rick spent like over 30 years behind bars side note the guy who made that documentary kevin Dietz. uh he and i remember talking about this he ended up losing his job with Channel 4 because he, it was a, a, a cancellation. He made a Facebook joke a few years ago about um, he was at, like, some uh, newsman's conference, and there was a lot of talk about black people being um, underrepresented in, uh, in news media. That was, like, the subject matter that they were discussing. And they, they took a picture of all the different news people. Kevin Dietz was in it, and there was a black guy in it. And Kevin made the joke, hey, we're going to need to uh, crop the black guy out of this picture. And everybody got a big laugh. Con- and contextually, it made sense, the joke. But uh, the wrong people heard about it, and they fired him. And it was terrible because he worked, he was like in Detroit uh, on 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 tv for years like 30 years and they just blew him out and the guy who was the recipient who was the butt of the joke the black guy he goes oh no 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 contextually that was actually a good joke and it was no problem believe me it's that is no problem kevin is not like that and despite the black guy saying that they still fucking fired him so he was out and uh, he i guess just wound up on tv again recently uh w it was another um a tv station in in the Detroit area that put him on, but man, I cannot get enough of white boy, Rick. And I, so much so that I want to reach out to Dietz and get him on the podcast. Um, R- Rick, apparently, uh, like I said, lives in, in back where he lived pretty much and, um, works with, um, uh, I think he has a job, uh, working about, um, rights for prisoners or something like that. It's, he has a master's degree on this stuff, obviously having spent 30 plus years behind bars, but, my God. Wow. What a story. All right. Hey, don't forget, Mother's Day is coming up. It is uh, May 9th. It is uh, less than one week away, Mother's Day. And if you would like me to uh, have a word with your mother telling her how amazing she is, hire me on Cameo, cameo.com slash Eric Zane for mom or the mother of your kids. Cameo.com slash Eric Zane, either on your desktop, laptop, or the Cameo app. If you hire me through any other app, they really, really, uh, gouge the price on me. So, you know, if you do it through the cameo app, it's like, I get like 11 bucks of that. So that's cool. You use any other app. I'm going to get like eight bucks. It's embarrassing. And it's only fifteen ninety nine for me on cameo. I'm the best at it. And the cheapest cameo.com slash Eric Zane. All right. You may have noticed as I've been uh, talking that I cannot stop I've got uh, a a massive, massive itching issue with dry skin. And I did not put the frickin' lotion on uh, this morning, so now I am am in absolute agony. I can barely concentrate. If I get this show done without throwing myself out of the window, it'll be an absolute miracle. Okay. A word from my friends at uh, Gift of Life Michigan. Thank you so much for giving me the opportunity to speak about your great initiatives. If there's one thing you have to do, it is uh, make sure that you are registered to be an organ donor if anything happens to you. Because uh, you can't take it with you, and it would be just a fantastic gift if you left somebody who is in need and on their deathbed and uh, just trying to live their life normally. If you donated a liver, lungs, heart, kidneys, uh, tissue, corneas, you can save eight lives. And greatly improve the lives of 75 others if you are registered in the state of Michigan, Oregon, Donor, Registry, or wherever your state is. Whatever state you're uh, listening from or watching from, do that. Thank you to Gift of Life Michigan for incorporating me into getting the word out. Thank you so much. If you need more information about them, click on their logo at ericsaintshow.com and off you go. My friends at Cornhole America how about this you go to cornholeamerica.com and buy yourself a set of boards you're gonna love this you're gonna have so much fun a professional grade set of boards all right yes they are a little bit more expensive yes they will last you forever yes you can get anything and i mean anything onto a set of cornhole boards any design that you want okay do you have an outdoor wedding coming up Get a few sets of boards. Your guests are going to be loving that as they sit there with their shirts untucked, a cigar in one hand, maybe a drink in the other. Uh, set down the drink, throw some bags. Think about Cornhole America for something like that. Or if you have a fundraiser that you'd like more information about how to do that, just uh, reach out to them at cornholeamerica.com. Okay. We got to talk about Josh Duggar. Ooh boy. Um, you remember the Duggar family? Uh, they had like 8 million kids, and then they did like a reality show. I remember when I was on the radio, uh, we interviewed, is it Jim Bob? The the patriarch of the family, the dad. The husband and wife had like uh, two dozen kids or something like that. They made a reality show. What I remember of that is, I remember the, the, the dad being extra nice, friendly. They're super religious. Uh, I remember on their show, there was, a, there was one episode because uh, the ladies wear only denim long uh, dresses down to their ankle. The men cannot wear shorts. They have to wear uh, uh, jeans. And uh, th- that stands out to me. And in the one episode, they're like running a 5K. And the whole family's running the 5K in jeans. Because of uh, uh, religious observances or something like that. So, uh, extremely conservative. Uh, it was described as if they, because they would all hang out as a group, the entire family. Okay? Uh, would, um, when they were walking through like an amusement park, if there was an attractive woman uh, walking towards them one of the family members, either the dad or the mom or something like that, would say a code word, Armageddon, or something like that. And they would all, they, all the men would avert their gaze. I mean, it's that, you don't want any temptation whatsoever. They're that staunch in what they believe in. I mean, it's that type of tightly wound thing. Super nice. I, I mean, I enjoyed uh, talking to the guy, but uh, it's definitely something that, uh, it's uh, pr- probably the extreme of, uh, being conservative and uh, ultra uber uh, uh, religious, uh, nineteen kids and counting. The name of the show, which I think that my pal uh, up here in Rockford, uh, what the hell is his name? Schwanz, Schwanz, Schwanz. Doesn't he have like nineteen kids? I hope they don't have any issue like this. I, I sincerely hope not. I I don't think so. But uh, the 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 comparisons. Uh, i hope stop with the number of kids josh duggar is the oldest one of this group and i'm gonna show you the mug shot here you know if you if you have this look on your face this is just the look of a pedal okay oh my god you picture that guy uh working with me on wbbl I mean that's uh, that is a look of a of a of a dude who's into kids, right there. You see that, and you're like, yeah, there's no doubt. They should have just arrested him before they even had any evidence, but they took their time on this one. Now, here's the thing: Josh Duggar, the oldest of the uh, of the Duggar family, he's 33. He has had uh, numerous issues in the past, and um, okay. In mid-May 2015, he apologized for his wrongdoing after a police report uh, surfaced that he had been investigated as a teenager for inappropriately touching five underage girls. That's nearly an identical story to the guy I used to work with on BBL except the guy I used to work with on BBL, it was uh, boys. It was a neighbor. Um, And uh, two of the girls that he touched were his sisters. Now 25-year-old Jill and 24-year-old Jessa. They stepped forward as two of uh, Josh Duggar's victims. So that's just crazy. Uh, And so he... um, but that was like when he was a teenager. So that's kind of like a lot of time had passed when that, when that all unfolded again, it, it, it surfaced in 2015, but it didn't, it happened like many years prior, nine years prior in 2006. Okay. So you, you, at this point the whole reality thing is crumbling. Then in August of 2015, Gawker reported that the oldest Duggar's son Appeared to have active accounts on Ashley Madison. You remember that website made to uh, facilitate cheating on your spouse? By the way, side note back in the Freeburn Howlings days, Ashley Madison said, Hey, we want to advertise on the show. And we were all about money. And uh, we actually said, No, we can't do that. Are you kidding me? How, how the hell do you expect three guys, three family men to say, Hey, you want to go cheat on your wife? Hey, here we are. Here here's Eric, the good Catholic. Hey, if you ever want to cheat on your fucking wife, here you go. We absolutely turned that one down. Josh ultimately confessed to having a porno addiction and cheating on his wife Anna in an apologetic uh, statement on the Duggar family website. Now, as far as apologies go, I think this one's pretty good back in 2015. Josh said I have been the biggest hypocrite ever. Good start. While espousing faith and family values, I have secretly over the last several years been viewing pornography on the internet. Now a lot of you like, ah, whatever. And this became a secret addiction and I became unfaithful to my wife. I am so ashamed of the double life. That I have been living, and I am grieved for the hurt, pain, and disgrace my sin has caused my wife and family, and most of all Jesus and all those who profess faith in Him. The statement read, "That's a, that's a great apology." Now, if you never do anything again, and you continue to work on the problems you have, and you and take care, of, you know, take care of your side of the street. Um, I think you can, uh, you can emerge from this. I really do. Um. That's not all, though. Most recently, he faced a real estate lawsuit in 2019 in September of that year. Uh, KARK.com reported that a three day jury trial is set for Josh, uh, who was accused of fraud and is being sued for quiet title and breaching a contract, according to court records uh josh's place of employment in arkansas car dealership was also previously raided by homeland security as part of an ongoing federal investigation in november of 2019 various outlets had previously reported that homeland security had raided the duggar family home which they denied can you imagine being the dad you know all you want to do is live a good life you got a lot of kids a biblical number of kids you know you're 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 able to make a little cash being a good guy, and, and your oldest kid is a complete asshole. We were shocked to see a news report today state that our home was raided by federal law enforcement agencies. This is not true. All right, so you're thinking, oh, maybe maybe that's not true. The he was arrested last week, and the arrest comes days before. Uh, his wife announced that she and Josh are expecting their seventh seventh child together, a baby girl. So what is Josh Duggar up to? Because first he was arrested and nobody knew what was going on. Well, here you go. The details have emerged. He was charged with receiving and possessing material depicting the sexual abuse of children. So apparently he hasn't learned his lesson. Uh, if convicted on the child... that This is why people... You, you, you got to look waywardly at anybody who does this. I think you keep a more wayward eye on the rapist, the child rapist, uh, than you do the person who is like a drug dealer or an alcoholic. I think it, it seems to me you hear more about um, the people who are addicted to substances, uh, turning the corner on that and putting that behind them, than people who are into kids or any type of sex addiction. Faces up to 20 years in prison. Thank God that they caught him. Uh, According to a statement from the U.S. Attorney's Office of Arkansas, Josh allegedly downloaded the illegal material, some of which involves kids under the age of 12 from the Internet in May of 2019. This gives you an idea of how long it takes to investigate someone. And if you're a guy like him, you download that material, has he just been thinking, well, you know, I downloaded it, and I haven't heard from the feds, so I guess I'm safe. So you know he was lulled into a a sense of, uh, uh, you know, he kind of probably had some false confidence that he was going to get away with this. Um, He was arrested on Thursday. During Friday's Zoom hearing, Josh pleaded not guilty to both counts. How can you possibly plead not guilty to both counts if it's found in your possession? There will be a hearing on Wednesday of this week. He needs to live in a home without minors if a bond is granted. Six kids, one on the way, age 11 and under. Man, if you're, the, um, if you're the wife, what does she know about this? I mean, is this all a surprise to her? Why does it always seem like the ultra-religious people are involved in some of the most heinous acts on the planet? Okay, pause in the action on Not the Best of the Eric Zane Show podcast. Thank you to the Mario Flores Lakeshore team of Van Dyke Mortgage. Now, servicing folks with uh, mortgage needs all across the country. From coast to coast, 231-332-6505. If you need any help getting a mortgage in place, kind of a tricky business these days because the rates are so high. But if you need a house and you're willing to get into it, reach out to Mario And let him throw his hat into the ring about winning your business. 231-332-6505. Thank you to the Mario Flores Lakeshore team of Van Dyke Mortgage. While I'm at it, uh, the absolute guru of fun and excitement in the paintball world in West Michigan and beyond is TC Paintball. Online at tcpaintballgr.com. Rick going through a bit of a crazy week. As that storm that rattled West Michigan and the whole state, actually, uh, kind of did some damage to uh, my man's setup, but he uh, he's fighting through it and is open for you. Online at tcpaintballgr.com. Book an event today with TC Paintball. Workplace team building. Maybe the uh, kids in the neighborhood. Maybe the classroom. Your sports team. Your athletic team. Beer league softball. Whatever it is. T.C. Paintball, online at tcpaintballgr.com. Continuing on, it's more of not the best of the Eric Zane Show podcast. Remember Mike Bal Mike Balio? John Balio, the guy who was on the religious station uh, that I mentioned uh, uh not long ago, All CSG. Right, pl- and uh and and the shit that he was involved in. My God. Incredible. <laughs> Freaking O'Neill is having a massive dream. I don't know if you can hear this. Makes the funniest noises. Woof, woof. His legs, his legs are like running in in place while he's sound asleep. What could they possibly be dreaming about? All right. Speaking of people misbehaving in Grand Rapids here, this is this is uh, for a lot of you. Like, eh, you know, I don't. I don't let, let me let me get you up to speed. Oh man, uh, he looks so young and fresh-faced too oh god did he fuck up come on man you know if i'm gonna sit here and bust uh Jewel jones for being uh, a piss-ass drunk i'm gonna have to bust uh state representative brian Posthumus. Yeah, he's he doesn't live far from here he's uh one of our state representatives unlike joel jones though who when he got busted for drunk driving uh posthumous seems to be owning it joel jones is like "Oh, i'm gonna call gretchen whitmer on you i'm gonna call i'm gonna call your boss what's your badge number posthumous uh appears to be saying the right things but boy is he a dickhead uh this is not the first time he's gotten popped for this shit face drunk uh rolled his car friday night He was leaving his family's farm in Oakfield Township. He lost control of the Jeep, hit a mailbox, roll over. He's fine. Uh, They arrested him on suspicion of operating while intoxicated. He was taken to the uh, Kent County Correctional Facility. They tested his blood before he was taken to the hospital. He was hammered, .13. Uh, And then this quote i am deeply disappointed in myself for putting other people in jeopardy good start that's the first thing you're talking you're talking about others that's good by driving after drinking alcohol posthumous said in the news release there is no no excuse for what happened that's that's good that's that's two points you're off to a great start. One, two. There is no excuse for what happened, and I take full and complete responsibility for my actions. To my family, friends, colleagues, and constituents who I serve, I sincerely apologize and ask forgiveness. Well, I don't even know if I would say sorry. Honestly. Sorry is... is, uh, If I were him, I would say I am not going to I'm going to apologize in actions rather than words. And I think he is. But I I mean, I I guess. But uh, let's be honest here. If he hadn't gotten caught, he'd still be driving drunk. This is a this is a absolute. This is a great thing that he got caught because he might be able to live to fight another day. And uh, then people won't get killed when he's driving. That's that's the big takeaway here. Uh, He has done this before. Um, Also arrested for an operating while intoxicated in January of 2013. The release said, posthumous said it's clear he has a drinking problem. And he will immediately begin attending AA. All right. Um, This is one of those things where if you aren't yet at your rock bottom, the rock bottom will find you. So okay here's the thing about AA. it uh you're you're all full of emotion and you you can't wait to start and you're 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 ready to turn your life around it's uh it's it's when you get two months in that that when you have to stay plugged in so i i certainly hope he does and i hope to see you at a meeting he says i am grateful that no one else was injured because of my mistake i will work very hard to regain the trust respect and support of my loved ones my fellow state representatives and the wonderful citizens in my district um yeah baby steps man i think uh that's that's you're you're putting a lot on your plate there if it were me i'd be stepping down immediately if you were serious about your sobriety you'd probably have to step down because you can't you can be focused on your sobriety with all these different irons in the fire honestly um maybe down the road but uh oh boy good luck buddy you can do it uh, i like that he i like that he came clean was honest about it that's a start he won election in november of 2020 he is a member of prominent west michigan political families the son of former michigan lieutenant governor dick posthumous and the brother of kent county clerk lisa posthumous Lyons. you might remember her from the video and her husband freed the deer that were stuck together remember that they were stuck together in the river and at least the posthumous lion's husband uh, got like a fucking saw and sawed the antlers and the deer go ah thank you yeah your brother needs to get his shit together good news though he's doing better than Jewel Jones if you had to compare uh, state representative Jones to state representative posthumous uh, posthumous scoreboard he leads by owning what he did wrong he is a complete and utter fuck up but we all are congratulations welcome welcome to my team of lovable drunks i hope uh you work very hard at, at it and pick a good sponsor all right but should you be should you step down absolutely i think you should i think any of these drunks that uh that get popped can't be serious about their sobriety unless they focus on their sobriety. Just my personal opinion. Okay. This was the weekend for this! Manaloon fighting for the front. Medina Spirit battles on. Hot Rod Charlie on the outside. Central quality on the far outside. what uh what it means when they say 12 to 1 odds but that's an underdog i guess i i I have no idea i don't i don't gamble in any way shape or form but uh uh that was this horse kind of came out of nowhere medina spirit is the name of this one and uh, Bob Baffert is the dude with the white hair and the sunglasses, and he's won seven. He's trained. He trains horses. He's the guy with the stopwatch. Come on, Sea Biscuit, let's go. And the jockey is some dude. I think this is his fourth win. Uh, but uh, yeah, Baffert is uh, is no stranger to uh, to winning the conduct the the Kentucky Derby. And this year, this horse is uh, one that came in kind of... No one knew this horse. This horse actually was purchased uh, with little fanfare. He was sold for the minimum of a 1000 bucks. Somebody bought this horse that just won the Kentucky Derby for a $1,000. Some breeder by the name of Christy Whitman. And she then resold the colt to a guy named Gary Young, who's what's known as a bloodstock agent. No idea. I guess that means you breed them or whatever. Uh and uh, you know they he he realized that the horse had some potential because of the horse's bloodlines. So uh then the horse was purchased for $35,000 which still is not a lot for a horse to some guy uh named Amir Zadan at uh at some sale who uh and then they hired Bafford they said what do you think can you train this horse? yeah sure I can do that. They bring the horse in, and sure enough, wire to wire, this thing takes off like a bat out of hell. I love the Kentucky Derby. Uh, side note, when I was um, driving uh, limo, I parked the car right across the street from this uh, theater downtown called um, Studio Park, and on the outside of it, they got this enormous screen. So I was able to actually watch the race, and there was a dude, and, you know, they got, like, outdoor. It's outdoor venue. People got drinks. They're hanging out watching the thing. One, All of a sudden, halfway through the race, I'm across the street watching. you can see it clearly because of the size of the screen. I cannot hear the announcer, but you hear come on, come on and you and I see a guy in in the distance in front of the screen. he stands up and he's like got his hands on his head and then he's sitting there screaming and yelling and sure enough uh, Medina spirit crossed the finish line and he's like yeah and he loses his mind. So this guy no doubt bet on the long shot and uh, and won the fucking thing so god knows how much money that dude won but uh here in the great state of michigan of course you can you can bet on all this stuff now so that's awesome very cool that's your winner this is the only time i care about horse racing for the for these races and the big and the big one is the kentucky derby they did it last time they didn't do it last year in may because of the pandemic Uh, They did it in September, and nobody was there, so it sucked. This year, they're like, ah, come on, let's do 50,000. Let's pack them into that 51, more than 50,000 people there. It's like the largest gathering of people since the pandemic started. Nobody gives a shit anymore. Everybody's like, come on, let's pack it in. We don't care. We don't care. Whatever. Uh, COVID is a complete disaster, though, in India. Uh, Yeah, like 400,000 a day are getting it, and uh, uh, nearly 4,000 a day are dying. It's, it's, it's remarkable. You're seeing doctors uh, uh, pleading for someone to bring them oxygen. They've got, uh, uh, basically, if someone's um, about to die and they have no oxygen, the docs are saying, here's a tank. Go get this filled for your loved one. And people are carrying it like a football, running around the streets looking for oxygen. Apparently, that's a thing oh my god absolutely horrible but uh all right so there you go that's my that's my psa for the day go get vaccinated dirk probably not a chance all right i've just not been paying um enough attention to you guys chris says i'm getting itchy uh kenny says i think eric needs some benadryl yes it's uh it's it's actually not as bad as it was early on in the podcast I'll tell you what, uh, uh, try to do a podcast with uh, every inch of your body itching like crazy. Jason says, Biden banned travel from India. Wasn't Trump called a racist when he started banning travel? Yes, he was. He absolutely was. That was, uh, you know what? I, I will say um, that I did not call him a racist. I was like, fuck that. That's a great move. So let the record stay. That no one's a racist when you, when you block travel from whatever country because everybody is sick there. Tom with the funky cold Medina joke. Thank you. All right. Kevin Kenny says you're making us all think we're itchy. Yeah, I, I can understand that because I haven't been able to stop. You remember the time when my head was itching? Oh, for like five days straight on the radio. I think my head was itching. Uh, by the way, on this uh, week's Lost Zane Recordings for Monday, uh, this, the episode that I released today was, the, the, it was July 5th, 2016. July 4th was a Monday. The plan was to have a family reunion up north with my dad at uh, what was then his place. And th- this was the time he fell off the 14-foot ladder and broke nearly every bone in his body. So the Lost Zane Recordings is, uh, because then I, uh, we didn't obviously go up north. He was airlifted to another hospital, a uh, bigger hospital and uh, in Saginaw, and we had to drive there, and, uh, boy, that was, that was rough, man. In surgery, there was a worry, a worry about him bleeding internally. We could very well have lost him from that, but that's uh, covered extensively on the Lost Zane Recordings on Patreon. I put a free view up. <clears throat> Excuse me. At, uh, at the usual spot for all the free podcasts and uh, you can check that out I talk a little bit about that okay I need to tell you about what might have been the funniest incident to date involving the NFK my brother-in-law no filter Kevin uh, this is not a gross story usually um, if it is involving him it is a gross story Uh, but this my god and this is pretty short and sweet but you're not gonna believe it so diana and him are going to go to the grocery store yesterday he's gonna take a break from the 13 to 14 hours of television a day and venture out with her by the way if you ever see uh me at the store be on the lookout for the nfk He'll be the one with his shirt tucked in to his pants, his pants pulled up to his tits with the belt cinched tight. It looks like the hunk of hunk, uh, hunk, of, hunk of cheese guy uh, with the gray skin. That's him. All right. Um, they decide to go to the store. They're getting ready to go, and they're in the kitchen. I'm getting ready to take the dogs for a walk. Now, I'm wearing clothing that is making Diana laugh at me and be disgusted. Uh, White socks pulled up like pistol Pete Maravich. Uh, Crocs. Red and white uh, checked pants. Looks like a uh, tablecloth at a picnic. And a white T-shirt. So this, this is horrible. Again, I'm to a point where I just don't care. And I'm going to go walk around the neighborhood with this outfit on, uh, walking four dogs. Black Crocs, pistol Pete socks, red and white checked shorts, and a white T-shirt. I'm standing there. She's standing next to the NFK. She takes a look at me, and she actually looks me up and down, like her head moves up and down. And she's staring down at me, at like my Crocs and my socks. And um, so she's marveling at how hideous I look. And she's going to take a picture of it. The NFK does not think that she's marveling at how hideous I look. The NFK thinks something different. And he thinks she's looking at my crotch like in a wanton fashion like she wants to go have sex that's what's going on in his head and uh so she looks to him like yeah look at eric he looks like an idiot but he's thinking she's looking at my package and he says oh man you know he swears every time with that southern drawl and i go i go what and she goes She's a horny little bitch. <laughs> and I just, Oh my God. And Diana and I both about fell on the floor laughing. I go, no, she goes, no, I was just looking at how ridiculous he looks. He goes, Oh, I thought you were just like a horny little bitch. He says it again. I was like, Oh my God. What the fuck? Who says that? Just blurts that out. A hor- Talk about his sister being a horny little bitch the fuck oh my god knocked me over with a feather ridiculous and i right away i grabbed my phone um the note under talk about horny little talk about horny little bitch incredible oh my god absolutely amazing so glad that he said that that's why we call him no filter kevin i'd love to have that on a t-shirt something one of his catchphrases needs to be put on a t-shirt i i reached out to jericho who uh, comes up with the uh, t-shirt designs and i go hey i want to put you on on like a retainer every month and then i'll give you like a couple of t-shirt designs each week what do you say so it's like I pay you every month, and then if I get an idea, I share it with you. You come up with a design, and then that's it. Okay, that sounds great. I'll, I'll get back with you. Did he get back with me? No. Story of my life. Uh, get a t-shirt, ericsaintshow.com. Click on merch for any one of my t-shirt designs. I would love you to be wearing an Eric Zane Show podcast t-shirt. Horizon Hydroponics inv- uh, invite you to check out their website, horizonhydroponics.com, h o r i z e n H O R I Z E N hydroponics.com if you're growing anything indoors outdoors whatever it may be fertilizers soils uh extra additives to make uh your growing adventure that more fruitful tents lights anything you need is at horizonhydroponics.com. you can buy from anywhere in the usa orders 250 and over the shipping is free coupon code zane show at checkout that will save you 10% They got four brick-and-mortar locations, too, Alpine and Grand Rapids, the Growers Outlet in Byron Center, Kalamazoo, and Lansing. The Mario Flores Lakeshore team of Van Dyke Mortgage says, hey, call upon us if you need a mortgage. You can get one in the uh, twos right now. Uh, They are going to go up eventually, so uh, don't wait on this. It's time for a refi, especially if you've got a 30-year fixed and you think you can swing the extra... Uh, money to pay that off that much quicker you will save uh thousands of dollars tens of thousands of dollars if you decrease the term to 15 years think about that some of you might be like Zane, there's no way man i gotta get a 15 year that's fine too but you're gonna improve your credit score if you're paying on time so uh whether you're um you have a great credit score or a terrible credit score mario can uh can handle anything. 231 332 6505. Now for some of you it's not gonna work depending on the state that you're calling from. Uh make sure you tell Mario right away what state you're calling from. For some of you it might be like, oh yeah, I'm calling from Florida. Yep, you're good. Mario can service you for a loan. Other states like Maine, it's not gonna work. Two three one three three two sixty five zero five or find them on their website Just click on the emerald green Mario Flores Lakeshore team of Van Dyke Mortgage logo at ericzaneshow.com. All right. Kevin says, Yep, I'm trying to grow some really tall tomatoes. Uh, Chris says, Have you, Cellos, become a sponsor so you can make a shirt that says what he said about the breadsticks? I love them sons of bitches. It's either sons of bitches or sons of bitches. Uh, You know what? I should probably get Diana on here to talk about that moment. If she sees it's ringing, she's going to know exactly what's up. probably she's in the classroom hang on come on that's hold on a second let me write this if you can run to the break room and call me period I want to talk about yesterday's amazing comment period turn the ringer on go when she calls that'll be funny i love them sums of bitches it's only some when you say some bitch kenny says all right here we go uh next thing on the agenda did you see the story that happened at the uh, arizona diamondbacks baseball game this was awesome uh You got a dude, young guy, probably 23 years old, on a date, some hot chick. They're sitting there at the Arizona Diamondbacks baseball game. Minding their own business. A guy who goes by at Buck Army tweets at the Diamondbacks. Hey, my roommate is on a date six rows above home plate. Any chance we could tell the cameraman to zoom out a bit so I can see how it's going? Diamondbacks respond. Uh, What's he wearing? Now we are curious. And they tagged the production team that puts the game on, Bally Sports Arizona. Oh, yeah, he's wearing a red D-back spring training shirt, and I think the girl is wearing green. I really hope he didn't lie about his seats. It's just funny that there's a dialogue going on. Arizona Diamondbacks say, hate to break it to you, but we cannot find your friend. Buck Army writes, can we try the M, try M section F, red shirt with the girl wearing green? And then he actually uh, uh, shows like a seat locator or something like that. Third base side, it says, third base side. The Arizona Diamondbacks post a gif that says, ladies and gentlemen, we got him. In fact, I should probably put this on the uh, screen share. That would be fun. So the Diamondbacks indicate that they've located the dude. All right. Ladies and gentlemen, we got him, they say. And then uh, dude writes, go on, ha, ha, ha. Diamondbacks report, body language looks good. They seem comfortable. They just laugh, too. Stay tuned for more. Buck Army says, I love you guys. Diamondbacks, uh-oh, they're getting up, so we're losing eyes on the subjects. <laughs> Bally Sports Arizona weighs in. We're invested in this now. Keep the updates coming. Arizona Diamondbacks, short time after, says, they're back. Buck Army posts screaming, yes, baby, Jif. God, look at that kid. Arizona Diamondbacks says Arizona Diamondbacks say, "Do they know? They're laughing, they're laughing at something on his phone." Buck Army says, "We're in trouble." He posts the screenshot from friend whose name is M Bone. Ha 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 ha! You're an asshole. Diamondbacks then post picture of the couple on the big screen. Look at this. This is them. This guy is going to get so much puss. Oh, this is awesome. (laughs) Uh, Dude Rose. Ha, ha ha ha, yes. Uh, Arizona Diamondbacks say you're welcome. Seattle Mariners are now weighing in with a a gif of a baseball player saying this. This brought us joy at D-backs. Fantastic works. And everybody's involved. Thanks, Mariners. It's not every day you get to play Cupid. Buck Army says I love you guys. Diamondback says, this has been super enjoyable for us too, so thank you. Seventh inning update, they seem to be having a great time. Can you imagine if it said, he's sniffing his fingers right now and she's looking very satisfied. Uh, Buck Army says, please say hi. Uh, Diamondback say, but the question on everyone's mind, is there going to be a third date? That's not the on, uh, question on everyone's mind. The question on every, everyone's mind is, is he going to end up TFing her? That makes me sad that my daughter's going to listen to this. Jackie, don't ever repeat these jokes. Stay away. Just if there's ever a nasty joke, it didn't happen. Uh, some guy weighs in love everything about this. I think I think looks wise they pair up. Well, he's showing just he's showing just enough thigh. Hat was aggressive and wrong now that we looked at it cuz a hat says something like about I'm shy. Yeah, camera shy. Look at them. They look adorable. She's got the phone case with the lemons, her drink. Diana says she can't. She's teaching math. This kid's clearly not wearing the mask appropriately. She's got no mask at all. In Arizona, I don't give a shit. He's got a drink. Look at this guy. This guy's got a lot of comorbidities. There's no way this guy should not be. He shouldn't even be there. He's taking up two seats. This chick is like, what have I gotten myself into? This lady's doing math homework or something like that incredible uh diamondbacks say we got the couple of a uh, couple of game used baseballs to remember the occasion if this is if this isn't their most liked photo on instagram by tonight i'm upset and uh the real winner tonight they showed a picture of them and then uh the message is shared to the chick will there be a third date and she says, I can confirm there will be a third date. May need to talk to my roommate about boundaries going forward. But in all seriousness, thank you guys. Okay, this is the dude who uh, did the whole thing. And All right, pause in the action again on Not the Best of the Eric Zang Show podcast. Today's show is brought to you by King's Room Barbershop. Three locations in West Michigan. Northland Drive to the north. Caledonia to the south. And right in the middle, Wyoming, Michigan. At the end of the month, they will be leaving Rogers Plaza. So you can still get a haircut at Rogers Plaza. But they'll be moving just down the road to 821 36th Street next to the costume room. Very tricky time for my uh, friends at King's Room Barbershop. Andy and Colleen Skyver working very hard as a mom and pop business owner uh, to make that transition from Rogers Plaza to the new location. Now, if you're a dude who gets his haircut at either Jude's lady janes or sport clips i want you to try king's room barbershop if you would love to support the show go to any of the three king's room locations mention your old pal easy and get your haircut no reservations or uh, appointments needed i should say everything is walk-in longest you'll wait is 15 minutes if you want to go and get the schedule of all the uh, folks cutting hair you can go to kingsroom.net haircuts all the pricing is there on kingsroom.net, they got a great website explaining everything and specifics as to where they are at. Thank you, King's Room Barbershop. Okay, racing at Berlin goes on this weekend. Berlinraceway.com, the season is coming to a close. You can get tickets for this weekend's races by going to berlinraceway.com. 14 bucks a pop, kids 15 and under, free, parking free. I will be there September 9th. Uh, if you want to get a ticket to the September uh, September 9th event, come sit with me at Berlin Raceway. Online at BerlinRaceway.com. Continuing on, it's more of Not the Best of, the Eric Zane Show podcast. So that's it. Really, really funny story. It kind of just unfolded for the world um, during the weekend. that's crazy uh not so good is this story about um asking someone out kind of in the same you know that couple and then you got another story in minnesota where uh, a young kid was trying to um get a date for prom you know so i guess it's similar in that nature only but the similarity ends there with the rest of this story of course this happened in minnesota you know the home of derek chauvin and the other freaking try thing that's going on there with the, the kid that was shot by the cop who's like oh my god i'm using a taser i'm a taser taser kablamo of course this happens in minnesota the new racist capital of the united states some kid at a school big Lake high school in minnesota uh did his prom you know, where you make a big deal about asking somebody out to prom. And it's just staggering to me that someone would a think this is a good idea when you're alone and writing out the sign and then to then take a picture with the sign with the girl after she says yes. But this stupid asshole I'll be able to share it with you so you can see this. This stupid asshole On his sign, he wrote, if I was black, if I was black, isn't it supposed to be if I were black, if I was black, I'd be picking cotton, but I'm white. So I'm picking you prom. oh my God, what the fuck? So these two are sitting there. all smiles, all happy, not a care in the world. They don't give a shit about anything. Why are their faces blurred out? You know, I understand the whole deal. If you're under 18, you can't. Oh, fuck that. F- show their faces, put their names. It, it, it com- completely dox these people. There is, there is just no place in the world for anything like this. I have had it with white people ruining it for everyone. My God. Like wildfire, the photo circulated on social media what the hell uh sadly former students of the school told the local uh uh, news station that they're far from surprised regarding the behavior that's a product of the environment like the school procedures so i guess this is a a thing These people are people who I've seen I've interacted with. I know personally a Big Lake school district spokesman released a statement saying the usual shit, you know, we're not, we're not doing anything. We're not, this, this isn't us. We don't condone this. Can you imagine? I mean, I cannot even begin to think how fucking incensed that would be if i had a kid if if jim was if my daughter or whatever it doesn't matter was 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 standing in front of a sign like that saying yeah hey this is this is good yeah come on what 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 did i do wrong but you know that there's no way that the parents of these uh, scum minnesota kids are are not like this this was taught from an early age this is absolutely disgusting this is the reason why racist is it, it, it takes so long to die uh you know if you think about the 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 schematic of racism in this country it uh, it, it every generation it's a little less uh, i believe but it, it's going to take so many more generations because you know these two will have racist kids so there's that but my god God bless the ones that buck the trend, that have the racist parents and don't go on to become racist. But these two pieces of shit, oh, my God, their lives should be over. No chance. No chance of recovery on this one. My God, horrible. Very, very rough. Hey, I want to hear from you. If you own a business, reach out to me, eric at ericsangelo.com. I would love to promote your business on the podcast. I just added Dumpster Divers. Thank you to them. You'll be hearing more about them in the uh, coming weeks. But if you want more information about how it works, just reach out, eric at ericzancho.com. TC Paintball. We are 13 days from paintball war number 14. I Rick did. I reached out to him. He was uh, last I heard. You know what? I don't want to call him. Because if he had kicked ass, he would have reached out to me. Last I heard. He was waiting on, um, I, think, I think they were like one and one in the, like the preliminaries or something like that. You know, he was going to Florida. We are one and one after two preliminary matches. We won five to one and lost three to four. We have two more tomorrow for a total of four preliminary matches. We are in good shape and playing well. One and one or two and oh tomorrow will get us to the semifinals that was the last i heard of him heard from him i should say so i'm concerned if i just reach out to him say hey how'd you do yeah we sucked and then he's all pissed off for the day so i'll just wait on that it's a veteran move right there uh anyway i want to hear from you regarding the uh, paintball war number 14 reach out eric at eric whether or not you are coming uh so don't wait on that stop what you're doing right now and send me the email we've got about 11 12 people i need more i would love to have 20 plus so send along the information eric at eric i need the head count i'd love to know it gives me anxiety when i know that there's we're uh, the lean okay i don't want to be lean eric at eric is going to set you back 35 bucks it's sunday the 16th of may 5 p.m To 8 p.m. Pizza party from BC Pizza on Michigan Avenue. I'm sorry, Lake Michigan Drive in Grand Rapids. And uh, that's uh, to get it started. And then off we go. TC Paintball in Grand Rapids, Michigan. All right. Irvine's Auto Repair Grand Rapids Hybrid. Love you so much. Irvine's Auto Repair Grand Rapids Hybrid and EV. 616 532 6600 for my friends at Irvine's. if you are in West Michigan or even remotely close, this is who you need to call upon to get your vehicle repaired, okay? Thank you so much to them. It's a quick, painless process for any issue at all. To keep your car on the road appropriately and safely, reach out to Irvine's Auto Repair Grand Rapids Hybrid. Okay, got a couple of Eric Sancho podcast emails of the day. If you ever want to reach out to me about something, if you are uh, catching up on the podcast, you know, like you're a few episodes behind or whatever, and you think, oh, he's probably not even talking about it right now. Uh, no, I, I love going back, and I love the correspondence. Uh, I love knowing that uh, I was able to pull something out of you. So do not be a stranger on anything I say in the podcast. Cole from beautiful Colorado Springs, Colorado writes this. He just sent this in uh, earlier today, in fact. Hey, Zane, just wanted to touch on a few topics from the last couple of weeks. First of all, I wanted to touch on you asking why radio does not discuss hot-button issues anymore. Uh, I think all radio is afraid to get canceled so they don't even bother. Eh, No. Uh, I think what they're afraid of is they're afraid of, because the world is so polarized now, uh, uh, most radio people do not have the ability to say how they feel and not frame it in a way that is not offensive. Like I talk all the time. I say the most offensive shit in the world about masks. And I say, this is just my opinion. And I, yeah, I respect yours. I think you're wrong, but uh, I, you know, that's, that's how I do it at least. And it seems to work. Most do not want to roll those dice. Okay. Uh, they, they either, they don't know how, or they don't have the balls to do it. Frankly, that's it. That's the only reason why it doesn't happen. Uh, he thought it was canceling though. He says, look at the guy in Buffalo that the show was talking about toast for skin color. He lost his job and his job with the Sabres for a bit. That wasn't offensive or funny. Now it was offensive. It was a very offensive bit. And any uh, radio idiot that doesn't know that and, and still rolls dice like that is just stupid. Um, all radio people know the, uh, playing field. And no, you can't compare the color of people's skin to fucking toast, you asshole. Uh, Is it a funny joke? I don't know about that. Um, I don't think it was funny at all. Uh, Could you have gotten away with that in the past? Probably. Do I really think someone should be fired for it? No. But you have to understand um, what environment you're in. And if you don't realize that, then you're going to get fired. But the guy who lost the gig with the Sabres in University of Buffalo, he didn't even say it. He just was in the room. That's what the problem was with that, and that's just radio in general. It's just stupid. Uh, he says, maybe the F- Sabres should focus on winning hockey games instead of worrying about their radio guy not being funny. Well, I don't know. You know how it is. Speaking of radio, Cole writes, I don't know how many of your listeners listen to Free Beer and Hot Wings, but I still do, he writes. He says, they've been playing a lot of the old bits with you and them. Baseball palindromes, hot wings reading knave uh, or naive or whatever it was. And the royal wedding all recently made appearances. Uh, he says, it's good stuff. And to me, it's been so long since you were on that show that those old bits almost feel like a collaboration. Um, yeah, it's it's no, I have nothing to do with that. And speaking of collaborations, you did awesome on Who Are These Podcasts. Thank you. You're a perfect fit with that show. They need to have you on every few weeks. I could tell you were nervous when the show started, but once you, were, you got rolling, it was gold. Good job, Zane. Thank you. Uh, Chad Zumach's response to you, not so good. He and the other clown tried, to, tried too hard to act like they didn't know who you were when obviously they spent a lot of time researching you. I'd say that Twitter exchange you had with a guy defending Zumach was almost 100% Zumach himself, just like you thought. He should have either went right after you or completely ignored you. The half-ass way he did it, in my opinion, makes him look like a pussy. He is a pussy. And I think he's got a substance abuse issue, if you want my opinion. And a confidence issue. How have you never shot Tannerite at Fear Bunker North? Get yourself uh, some and try it out. No. No, I don't want to do that. You'll have a good time, just like everything else in life. Don't be a dumbass and you'll be fine. The people that die using it, they're dumbasses. No, nah, I don't I don't want to use it. I don't ever want to experiment with explosives. He concludes with a few uh, uh, last things t-shirt idea, your logo with the phrase, I'll fight you in the street, maybe. Any chance you'll do the talking hockey show again? Yes. When you were interviewing players last year, I really like those. And finally, I have another insane asylum list. I think it's a good one. Yeah, he's had some good, uh, good success, Cole in Colorado Springs. Uh, he's including In Excess, Suicide Blonde. No, I don't think we're going to play that. But there's a lot of good songs there. Thank you, Cole. I have one more email of the day. It is from Allison. Allison, of course, she's the operations director, one of my favorite uh, organizations, Harbor Humane in west olive michigan ottawa county this is concerning uh the catholic take everybody wanted me uh, some people wanted me to talk about joe biden and the whole catholic take now the bishops are getting together and saying hey uh we cannot he he can't take communion and everyone's like why it's well he's actively he's a commander-in-chief actively supporting abortion and he's a catholic we can't it it doesn't work it goes it flies in the face of everything that we that w- one of the biggest things that are uh, tenets of the of the entire faith uh you know and you know if we're going to be telling people who are uh, divorced or gay that they can't take communion well this is this is right up there this is this this falls right in line uh Allison heard that She says, hey, Eric, listening to the podcast, thank you for the detailed explanation of Catholicism and communion. Not going to lie. Even though I grew up Catholic, I did not know most of that. Excuse me. Uh, She's referring to, no doubt, the uh, transformation of the um, unconsecrated host to the body of Christ, becoming the actual body of Christ, and to the... uh, wine becoming the precious blood catholics believe that and not all catholics believe that um some might just tell you that or they they might dodge the question but um and you probably think i'm crazy to even say this i've said it before but the key point in the mass when those holy words are said those hosts and the wine become the body and blood of christ like it's actually it you don't see it you don't taste it but that's what we believe that is the faith and there are people that that just not that just doesn't compute and i understand that and that's one of the great mysteries of the faith you have to consider supernatural things in religion you realize that don't you so many people in the world uh with different denominations Every single one of them have a supernatural element. Uh, if you're going to look at someone in the in the face and say, "Oh, yeah, well, I I believe this, but not that." Well, whatever one you're believing is is loaded with supernatural elements to it, all over the place. If you believe in Christianity, you believe that Jesus rose from the dead, walked on water, uh, loaves fishes, fed the masses, uh, blind can see, Lazarus rise up, all these things immaculate conception these are all miracles so don't act don't look at me like i've got three heads this is all stuff you believe too or don't believe doesn't matter to me judaism uh uh islam loaded with miracles we're all chock full of miracles so anyway that's what i was describing to her and she was like i didn't i didn't even know that um so from an educational standpoint alone, it was very enlightening. And then I appreciate your take on Joe Biden potentially no longer being allowed to receive communion as certain, as someone currently outside of that faith. It really didn't sit well with me. And honestly, I, it still doesn't, but I value your take as a practicing Catholic and respect it very much. All right. Another pause in the action on not the best of the Eric Zane show podcast. Thank you to Irvine's Auto Repair, Grand Rapids Hybrid, and EV. Fantastic local business, mom and pop, mom, pop, and daughter. Family, veteran, lady-owned business in West Michigan uh, for maintaining and repairing your automobile. 616-532-6600. They have everything covered, whether it's pretty much a it's a combustion motor, which most people have, of course. But if you have an EV or a hybrid, they're the experts in that realm, the dealerships bang on the door of Irvine's when it's too complex for them, and that is a fact. Go to their website for more information, ervines, that's ervines.com. Let's continue on with more of Not the Best of, the Eric Zane Show podcast, even if I might not agree. I do have some better understanding of the logic behind it as you explain things in reference to church doc- doctrine and priest requirements to withhold communion if they have knowledge of sin. I'm sure this will come as no surprise to you, but I'm pro-choice. And while our politics and opinions may differ, I really appreciate you making the point that you are pro-life across the board, be it an unborn baby or a criminal being unjustly gunned down by the cops. She says, I'm paraphrasing here, but I think it was the general sentiment. Yo, Yeah, if if there's a guy behind bars who's raped 25 kids and murdered uh, uh, 10 families and uh, blew up the federal building, all the same guy, it doesn't matter who, that guy should not be put to death. uh, and the only reason why i say that is because it's above the pay grade of humans there is only one who can decide on life or death that's how i feel about it uh she concludes because i know too many people whose staunch value of human uh, life seems to stop at birth so she's talking about someone who says yeah we got to end abortion but put the bad guys to death no nobody gets put to death you don't kill anyone there's no assisted suicide there's no abortion there's no putting criminals to death none of that shit uh, I guess what I'm trying to say is, any difference aside, I respect the hell out of you and really admire your compassion for others. Thanks for always being you, Eric. Sign, Allison. Allison, that's perfect. Well done. Well thought. I appreciate the words. If you ever have an opinion about something, don't be afraid. Don't be a pussy and don't share it with me. Let me know. It's okay. You don't have to agree with me. You know, that's fine. All right. Uh, today, I am going to start the Patreon at 11 a.m. Uh, Eastern Time. If you are hearing this and you have Kenny's email and text, send it now to him. We got to make sure Kenny knows that it's in with his schedule. Okay? And then uh, maybe if, he, if he's not comfortable with that, maybe he can tell me a different start time. Because we all wanna, we all want Kenny to know and we all want to make sure that it's on kenny's schedule and uh whether you know it's because we on this show it's been well documented kenny is frustrated with the random start times so we switched to a regular start time and that was just a horrible thing for him so we just don't know what to do with him so everybody within the sound of my voice hey siri
2: hmm hold on
0: hey siri Uh Uh-huh. Text Commanda. Which one? Amanda Dildo
2: or Commanda Kenny?
0: Commanda Kenny. What do you want to say? Hello, Mr. High Maintenance, period. We are starting the fucking Patreon at 11 a.m. Eastern Time, period. I'm letting you know so that there isn't a Crybaby Festival in the comments, period. I want everyone to text you repeatedly that I am doing this, period. I love you. You are a pain in the ass, period.
2: Your message to Commander says, hello, Mr. High Maintenance. We are starting the fucking Patreon at 11 a.m. Eastern Time. I'm letting you know so that there isn't a crybaby festival in the comments. I want everyone to text you repeatedly that I am doing this. I love you are a pain in the ass. Ready to send it? Yes. Okay, it's sent. <laughs> I'm
0: sick and tired of it, man. I can't take it. <laughs> what are you doing, everybody? <laughs> what are we gonna do, <laughs> Kenny? No. no. All right. Asshole of the day nominees. Hey, Siri. Mm Mm-hmm. Read text from Commander Kenny.
2: Commander sent a new message. Thanks for changing my name back, asshole. Would you like to reply?
0: Yes. What do you want to say? I keep forgetting to change it, period. Is that the only thing that you're ticked off about? Question mark.
2: Your reply to Commander says, I keep forgetting to change it. Is that the only thing that you're ticked off about? Ready to send it? Yes. Okay, it's sent.
0: No, hell no, it's not the only thing I'm ticked off about. (laughs) There's plenty of things I'm ticked off about. The start time is not consistent. Now he texts nope, so I guess he's furious. All right, I'll, I'll change it right now. No, he, he says he's not ticked off about anything else. That's good. All right, I'll change it right now. Info. Edit. High maintenance, Kenny. Hey Siri. Hey Siri. Mhm. Text high maintenance, Kenny. What do you want to say? I hope this is good. Dot dot dot. I changed your name. And everything looks awesome, period. It actually is more appropriate, period.
2: Your message to high maintenance, Kenny says, I hope this is good. I changed your name, and everything looks awesome. It actually is more appropriate. Ready to send it? Yes. Okay,
0: it's sent. Okay, that thing buzzed. So, what did you write? I have a new hard-ass supervisor, and we have meetings like crazy now, so I guess I can't participate anymore. Oh, my God, say it ain't so. Daisy, cut it out. Come on. All right, asshole of the day nominees. Uh, yeah, I can't give myself a nomination for not being any good with that damn grill. Uh, limo work, anything in there? No. Uh. I don't want to give nominations for the fucking White Boy Rick documentary. Josh Duggar. Yeah. uh, You're getting a nomination. Brian Posthumous. You're getting a nomination, but you're not going to be the asshole today. The Uh, the NFK, no. Diamondbacks. Uh, How about the racist promposal kid? I think that's it's a two horse race. Racist promposal kid. Um, If I'm not picking cotton, I'm picking you. Verse, versus Josh Duggar, who had kid porno on his computer. What do you think? Uh, raise your uh, virtual hand on the comments. What do you think? Josh Duggar or racist promposal kid? While those votes come in, I'm reminding you, the idea when I started podcasting was... Free podcast, free podcast, free podcast like this. If they like it, they'll contribute cash. But I'm not a donate here button type of guy. A lot of shows do that. I don't. If you're going to give me money, I'm going to give you content. Thus, Patreon was born. So the Patreon is, yes, I'm asking you for money, but it, it, uh, the, the idea is... Um, it's to keep the free podcast going. And it's kind of taken on a life of its own with the amount of content that I have on there with five daily podcasts, Lost Zane Recordings, Smarter Than with Dale and Zane Asylum and Ben and Eric Patreon. And I, that's kind of like my spot for all the other content. Two separate things. If you think the podcast is worth it, think about contributing on the show on Patreon and, uh, You'll get that extra content, and you will keep the meter moving, the show growing. Patreon.com slash Eric Zane, P-A-T-R-E-O-N.com slash Eric Zane. You help the hustle. Thank you so much to everyone who has given in the past and supported me and uh, and continues to do so. And if, you're, if you've dropped off, come on back. I'd love you to check out the show and how it sounds now. It's different because um, with that group, uh you know there's there's i don't have to re- retell stories it's kind of like a closer knit bunch you know it's uh there's there's less of a learning curve because everybody's up to date on anything that's going on you get a lot of insider information too on in the patreon that i don't necessarily share on the free podcast just stuff that i would only say behind a paywall that um it just has that extra layer of security to it last but not least i just heard from joe Martinez. Okay, here's what's going on from A&E Heating and Cooling. For here on out, for the air conditioning tune-ups, it's $79. Okay, that's still an incredibly low price. If you need a new AC uh, install, installing the ComfortMaker brand of air conditioners and furnaces, with the install, he is going to install for free the Remy Halo into your system. That's the device that I described as it cleans the air in your home of microbes, any pathogens, bacteria, viruses, including COVID. That's the device that restaurants put into their systems to keep, excuse me, the air clean in their restaurants so that people don't get sick. I have one installed. Several of the audience members have one installed. They're dirt cheap uh, if you get them from Joe. But, you know, it's like a six or $700 value. It's well worth it if you just get it installed because it keeps you safe in your home. But Joe is going to, it's dirt cheap to run, I should say, but Joe is going to install it for you and give it to you for no cost when you decide to hire him to do a new air conditioning install, all right? Let this be the year that you upgrade the AC or actually install one, improve the value of your home, increase it with central air conditioning. From A and E, Heating and Cooling, 616-516-8579, 616-516-8579. Call Joe. Sorry, Daisy. Thought I just ran over a paw. All right. The asshole of the day. This segment is brought to you by my friends at A i'm sorry uh tc paintball a lot of letters you know how many of my uh, businesses have started with letters you got a and e heating and cooling a and d cleaning uh jm synthetics and tc paintball to go with bc pizza my god what do you guys think josh Duggar, or uh racist promposal idiot Kate says the pedal. Hmm. Uh, another vote for Duggar. Chris says it's a tie. Nick says both. Shelly says Josh. I don't know what's going on with that. Josh D. I, I haven't been paying attention, so I don't know. Uh, asshole of the day. Brian D. Uh, Duggar. Hmm. Yeah, it's got to be a Duggar thing, right? Someone says both. Yeah, I don't want to. I don't want to do that too much. You got to have a clear-cut winner. Oh, I get it. Josh Duggar. That's why it said Josh. I thought you were referring to Josh Brown, our very own Josh Brown, who watches watches the show live. Yes, Josh Duggar is your winner. He has to be criminal i mean the the racists are bad i mean that's terrible but uh this is this is harming children for god's sake this guy has not learned his lesson uh uh also honorable mention okay so honorable mention goes to the racist kid uh you also have a nomination in brian Posthumus. i'm not going to give him an an honorable mention because he gets a chance to try to fix it and uh hopefully he will but that was that was absolute horseshit. But he should absolutely step down too. You, you need to be worried about your freaking uh, sobriety. Not not if you can't even manage your own sobriety, how can you represent people? You can't. So get that step down immediately. So should that Jewel Jones get the hell out of there, jackass? Okay, hey, I want to see you on Patreon. I'll be there at 11 a.m. Everyone, text Kenny 11 a.m. Send him a text every minute, if you can, that the podcast starts at 11 a.m. That would be awesome. I don't know, man. That's not a good time for me. (laughs) Oh, God. (sighs) I swear to God, I about fell out of my chair the day after he said, I don't like the inconsistent times. And then I I go with a consistent time. And he bitches. My God. All right, folks, thanks again. Talk to you a little later on. Talk to you in 59 minutes. Till next time, bye bye. All right, that's going to do it. Another edition of Not the Best of the Eric Zane Show podcast. Fresh show coming up on Tuesday, the 29th on Patreon, I'll be posting something for you, or I have posted by the time you hear this, another edition of something to listen to while I'm away, a show from the past that will make you go, Oh my gosh, that was so much fun. Hopefully everything is so much fun that is available on Patreon and you can try it out for free to see exactly what I'm getting at. I'm not as specific as I would like to be about what that content is, but you can check it out for yourself on a seven-day free trial to my patreon patreon.com slash eric zane sign up for seven days free you have to enter a payment uh form in there and then after seven days it will charge you unless if you cancel it and if you cancel it you cancel it great i'm hoping you'll like it and and won't cancel it but whatever i understand i just want you to try it out see what you think All right, send me an email whenever you have any questions or comments or concerns or maybe a story that you saw that you want me to review on the show. Send it along on the Shoreliner Striping Inbox, eric at com. All right, that's it for Not the Best of the Eric Zaintshow podcast. Thanks for checking it out. Bye-bye